Welcome, group members, to Short Sesh. We got Jess, KBI, K10, and me, Justin, all four mental health professionals, and we're talking all about values, why they matter, how they help. We're getting right into it. Tell me, besties, some of your core values. What do you got? Did a bit of homework. I love it. I love it. In his um, defense, he did text us this morning asking. Thank you, Jeff. He did. Thank he did. He did. He, did. he did. he did. Say, but he didn't say. Think of your values because some of us don't have them. Okay. He did Just say I, you have everybody's values. Jeff. Everybody has values. KBI. Yeah. I mean, one of the things always comes to mind is family. That's a huge value mm. of mine. Um, like learning. I think uh, justice and over the years, like objectivity, like being taking things Ooh. objectively and like Ooh. a balanced approach has become a big value of mine. Mm. I love that, Jess. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mine, I think, to be honest with you, the first one for me is uh, compassion, just mm. maybe self-compassion and compassion for others. Um, and then... Uh, what was the other one? Kindness. I was really trying to think. And then there was one major one. It was like um, openness, like being open mm-hmm. to experience and open mm-hmm. to other people's opinions and thoughts and, and feelings and all that. I think for me, like there are lots that you guys said, but accountability is a big thing mm-hmm. for me in my life, mm-hmm. like being accountable for your words and actions. So if you say you're going to do something, you either communicate why you can't do it or you do it. Um, if you fuck up, like you're taking accountability for that, apologizing that type mm. of stuff. Like that is a really core value, mm. even in myself. And that's something mm-hmm. that I look for, even just in the relationships that I hold. Mm-hmm. Love that. I can see, yeah, applies to so many things, which we'll get into of why these core values matter. But humor is a big one for me. Not surprising uh, at all, but no, I just feel like I'm not shocked. Yeah, <laughs> life is tough as is. I feel like humor is so connecting. It yeah. was my dad modeled it a lot. Um, it's just something that's I don't want to go through this life without like laughing and engaging with other people. But otherwise, I agree that compassion is definitely one of mine and continuous growth, which mm-hmm. relates to that. openness. But like, I always want to be growing and changing. What What would we put on? as like a working definition for what values are. Like what are these kind of like it kind of like when I think about values, it kind of guides how you behave maybe, mm-hmm. or like the things that you find important, or mm. maybe it kind of mm-hmm. aligns you with the things that bring you the most joy in life. Mm-hmm. Literally everything I was going to say. It's like the th- things in life mind? that are most important that guide your behaviors. But I feel like that's a very apt definition. It is that, um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's like similar to emotions in a lot of ways, right? Of like, they tell us which way to turn. It's like, oh, yeah. it's another compass that we use to gauge of like what we're putting our energy into and how is this environment resonating for me or this person, which mm-hmm. definitely had me thinking of like, have you had a time? Where either a work environment, school environment, a person where the values were misaligned. What was that like? KBI smiling big time. It's like a loaded question, Justin. Well, because because Jess said it and I wanted to make a side comment because Jess was like family. And I'm like, I wish my mom had that value. Um, 
Okay. <laughs> but like, but like truly, like I realized like in that relationship, we did not have the same values. Like mm-hmm. just even just in how we treated each other, right? Accountability. We didn't have the same values in family. We didn't have the same values in how we treat ourselves or other humans. And so, you know, it ha- I had to make that choice. I just left a job that mm-hmm. no longer choices being made there did and choices that I was even making in that job that were affecting my family or things like mm-hmm. that, I realized no longer aligned with the values that I had. And so I had to take those steps to make changes to find now I'm in a job that truly aligns again with my values. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, I'm thinking of job stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I love the VA. And when I work there, I noticed that a lot of times my values and then like the policies and procedures, like the system, like just the system that you live mm-hmm. in when you work at the VA or a hospital or like mm-hmm. any big organization, like meeting quota and outcome driven measures and all those mm-hmm. things are great. But then I, I felt like I was losing that client touch. You know what I mean? I was losing like my clinician brain, I guess, like that compassion, you know, because I was just so focused on the numbers and it just didn't align. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I left, even though I have nothing but great things to say about the VA. But I noticed in private practice, I could actually take that time now and it aligns way more for me. And then even the clients that I see, it's like, we're all aligned now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first thing that came to mind for me was like friendships over the years. Like, mm. you know, I, I think of especially going off to college and I went to college a thousand miles away from home and like coming back that first summer and the only summer I went back and just realizing like my values and my growth as a person was very different than where the vast majority of my friends in high school were or other, you know, stages of life where, you know, friendships served me at a a time and we had the same values for that time. And as we grew up, And, you know, maybe an example that comes to mind was, you know, I got married at 24 and like was on a very different path than a lot of my friends that and not that you you, I'm saying that, like, if you're going to be married, you can't be friends with single people or anything like that. But people were just in different phases of life. Their priorities were different than mine and no hard feelings, but just a natural kind of distancing, which is still hard, too. But it is hard to be in any type of relationship, friendship, romantic relationship, where the values and going back to that definition of the things that drive your behavior don't really align. What about you, Justin? Yeah, totally. I mean, the first thing I thought of was romantic relationships, which... It's a big one. <laughs> maybe yeah. I've, I've had too many. It's a whole different topic, <laughs> maybe for my own personal therapy. <laughs> Crowd goes wild. Um, but... I think it's something that's interesting because what I was thinking about as y'all were sharing, because I was resonating with a lot, you said is like, how much do we think these core values shift? Because mm-hmm. my thought is, I think they can. And at the same time, I think when you look inward, when they shift, it's over a longer haul, which is why like, when you're like getting in a relationship, you're in the honeymoon phase or whatever, it's like having people slow up and be like, Take a look at this big list here, which we'll get into. There's plenty of core value lists. Be like, what, what, what would you pick from this? Because if they're picking it's like your first date. <laughs> first date, yeah, first date. Choose your values. I'm going to choose mine, and then we're going to see if they align. <laughs> Don't want to waste any time. I mean, it's time. not bad. It's not a bad thing to do. No, I mean, no. You learn yeah. a happy hour at the bar. I mean, you just slide yeah. the list over. Like, yeah, 
Pick a few. I just have this vision of the values card sort. I don't know if any of you all have. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And you're like pulling out (laughs) the values card sort at the bar. And it's like, here you go. So for our listeners, it's um, primarily used in ACT, acceptance and commitment therapy, but um, you identify it's a long list of values, most very important to you, important to you, not important to you. And you just kind of sort them and then you narrow it down to like the top 10 um, most oh. important values. But I just had this love vision, it. like you having drinks at the bar and then Justin, you're like pulling out. This is all the values over the bar. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got the, yeah. At that point, you got the whole bar doing it with you. Yeah, bar. everybody's looking. They're like, they're not compatible. Like, it's just like... <laughs> But Justin, I, I really resonate with what you said. Cause I think, like you said, do they change over time? I also think mm-hmm. like big life events could also mm-hmm. change your values. Mm-hmm. Like if you have like mm-hmm. a really big life event or loss or something, you kind of look at life a little differently. And I always think values might change or you might modify things a little bit from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think too, like if we, if we go to what we talked about on Tuesday, right? We talk about self confidence and self esteem. Like, when you start working through and beginning to raise your own self-confidence and self-esteem, like I know my values I had when I was in my lowest did not, I didn't have values that actually attach to me as a person Oh wow! versus yeah. when I grew and I, you know, started to have compassion for myself, love for myself, things like that. I started to show values that then attributed to myself. Hmm. I love if that, that makes, for you. Like, that's really that cool. It's yeah, and so like looking over time, like that process as well, I think can shift your values as well. Definitely, definitely. I also think of all the times where we're automatically doing behaviors for so many different reasons. We're trying to mm-hmm. stay afloat. We have been attracted to a person, or we're in a friend group, and we catch ourselves doing behaviors that aren't aligned with our values. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how many yeah. times, you know, do you take that like stop and you're like, wait, how far have I drifted away? Like, I think of it as like planets. Like, how far have I drifted out of the mm-hmm. gravity pole I'm of out my of orbit. values? And it's feeling yeah. like lonely and like cold out here. Like, mm-hmm. I had no oh, yeah. oxygen. Yeah. I can definitely reflect on times in my life when retrospectively I can look back and be like, yeah, I was not living in alignment with my values. Mm-hmm. Like, in the moment, mm-hmm. I'm wasn't because i'm thinking of times before you know i studied psychology and learned more about values and things like that but like my mental health was awful in that time or like even just kind of what you were saying justin of like how many of us kind of take that pause like Mm -hmm. i i have memories of times i wasn't living in alignment with my values where i felt like guilty or uncomfortable but did the thing anyways and yeah. now I can identify like, oh, I was actually going against some of my like core beliefs and values. But in the moment, I didn't have that insight and introspection. And I wasn't suddenly like, yeah, nah, I'm stopping halfway through. This is not aligning with <laughs> my values. And because I think it gets to the uniqueness of life. And like maybe some people are thinking of like, well, how could values be misaligned like somebody can have a core value of attaining wealth Mm -hmm. and again i'm of the belief that who am i to judge we could talk about communities and we can talk about systematic oppression a lot of things well maybe i try to convince you but at the same time i think people will feel whatever core values resonate with them but if you're somebody who's big into altruism and giving back Mm -hmm. 
and community. I don't think you're going to jive well that has a core value of obtaining wealth. Mm-hmm. And again, maybe yeah. it's not all for bad. Maybe it's wealth for their family. Yeah. Maybe it's wealth to give back to community. So maybe there is some overlap. But there's just so many values that when you like are in the midst of, you're like, yeah, these like someone wants stability and another person is adventure. It's like mm. you start seeing these ways that you're like, oh, yeah, this, this, these values, they matter, especially, again, mm-hmm. dating, yeah. relationships, friendships. No, it's so true. I, I think sometimes like I'm in a different phase of life than some of my friends who are a little younger than me. Like they're still mm. going out to the bars, which I'm like, go oh, have fun, like have a blast, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm like, I'll hang out, but I have to leave at 10, you know. And I just noticed there's like this kind of like a little shift because for me, like my, I'm prioritizing my sleep and they're priori- prioritizing fun and connection mm-hmm. in the way that they find fit for them. And I think that's great. Um, but I notice that sometimes and I'm like, okay, cool. It's not that we don't jive. We're two great people. We could like each mm-hmm. other and we just might not, you know, meet anywhere. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I also think about just like phases of life and things that maybe you have to prioritize at a certain point or not. And how in many mm-hmm. ways that can lead us to misalign with our values. So I, do a lot of lecturing for the med students and residents at the hospital I work at. And I talk about values and example, I always give them like, if you're in residency, you're working like 80 plus hours a week, like your life is residency. So a lot of your values, whether it's something like family or adventure or things like that, you may not have as much time to dedicate to those values because during Mm -hmm. residency, your life is, you know, working. And even within that, though, even though it's not like an intentional, oh, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z, it's, you know, this has to be my priority. It can also make you feel really off balance or sad or things like that. So when I, I give this part of the lecture on values, I always talk about just like finding little ways to incorporate your values into everyday activities. So, and I mean, the pandemic is another really good example, especially when we're on lockdown, like we found creative ways to do things like zoom calls. If, you know, connection is an important value and something I talk about with my clients as well, but trying to find little things. Cause you know, if you like adventure, it'd be great if you could go skydiving every day, if that's your thing, but you're not doing that. So Mm -hmm. what are like, (laughs) like K10's eyes just got so big. She's like, um, absolutely like, not. No thanks. I mean, I, no. I never want to go skydiving either. But yeah, even within ourselves, there's phases of life that you like sit back and you're like, oh gosh, like I haven't actually, yeah. maybe I'm living out one value. Like you wouldn't go to medical yeah. school and do residency if you didn't value something within that field. But that mm-hmm. can cause us to not focus on other things as well. Oh yeah. I even think too, like if I think about long-term relationships, you have to almost hope that you grow with your partner, mm-hmm. almost like yeah. in a timely way with the same values around the same time. You know what I mean? There's just so much to consider. And I don't think people give themselves enough credit if you are in a long-term relationship that that's, that could be hard to navigate. You know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about parenting or, you know, location of where you want to live or how you want to spend your time. I mean, it's a lot to consider all at once. It's, and then for that other person to hear, your values and be okay with doing separate things, even though you still love each other. I mean, there, there's so much there. Yeah. Yeah, there totally is. Yeah. Just as you were sharing, I was thinking about how things have changed. I think when I was 
yeah, in my young 20s, adventure would have been one of my top values. Mm -hmm. And it's still there. But in reflecting, I'm like, see, now it's sort of shifted. And mm -hmm. adventure has dropped for me. I'm more into like stability. And now that I have a kid, it's like, I wouldn't say stability is one of my top values, but it's sort of risen from the depths mm -hmm. of our ranking. Of <laughs> it was very low, and now it's it was, surfaced. <laughs> it wasn't there at all. But but then I think of something like humor. I'm like, humor's always been there for me. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'm just sort of thinking sort of how my own values, some have been there, stayed there, and others have sort of shifted and, and changed mm -hmm. through the phase of life, kind of what K10 was saying. That's so true. Yeah, because humor was never one of my top at mm -hmm. all up until literally this year, like January. And I'm like, why don't I laugh more? Like, and then I was telling my partner, I'm like, why we need to laugh more together. And he's like, are, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I just want to laugh more. So it's we literally started. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's because you met me and I'm hilarious. And Kristen I actually so dumped all joy. of her values on me and I ingested all of them. And now yeah. I'm basically. KPI and now she has too. none. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And that's what she has none. That's where good. it seems to align. You're like just in the last yeah. year. And that's this like is it. when. When my humor yeah. has refined. Correlate yeah, so isn't causation, but here we are. Right. We never know. But yeah, so we've been watching comedy like twice twice a night. We've been really? watching um the Kill Tony show. Yeah, it's really funny. And uh we'll like go back and forth and try to roast each other like they wrote like, you know, so it's like actually like a value that we could both share. But yeah, that was never important for me until mm -hmm. recently. So it's just into your point, they can change and some stick around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I know KBI brought up earlier the episode before. Check it out if you haven't already. All about self-esteem. You'll love it. Absolutely. And if you don't, don't review. But if you did, definitely review. But <laughs> That's not biased. <laughs> values definitely relates to self-esteem. Mm -hmm. Like part of me is thinking, if you had a client who's struggling with self-esteem, how would this, hey, we're going to look at values. We're going to do the value card sort. We're going to look at this list. How would it help someone who's struggling with self-esteem? Oh my God. Okay. So in the ACT workbook, <laughs> there's a question that said, yeah. in a world where you had unlimited confidence, how would you like talk to yourself? How would you treat yourself? Mm -hmm. And I feel like if that's kind of low, you might treat yourself differently or you might engage mm -hmm. in different things. That's the first thing that came to mind for me. Yeah. What about y'all? Mm -hmm. Well, thinking back to how we define self-esteem, about like, you know, your value and worth. If you don't even know the things that are important to you and what you value in life, it's hard to view yourself as someone with value or worthiness. But if you're able to identify your core values, because we all have them, and then, you know, doing the behavioral engagement and things that align with it, you know, I'm thinking of like, altruism or even just like giving if that is a core value of yours and you decide to volunteer you're gonna find purpose you're gonna find value you're gonna find worth in yourself um and obviously that's gonna enhance your self-esteem mm -hmm. definitely <laughs> i'm just thinking about space and how like you could just get like dropped out of orbit if your values are fucked up like i'm thinking about that now <laughs> right <don't> why <laughs> right but I Justin I, brought it up before. He's like, you know, you're in space, and all I'm thinking about is space right now. I guess you're just anyway, drifting. You cut, cut you're drift yeah. without the grounding gravity of your there values. See, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. Exactly what you meant. That's yep. Absolutely. And it, it also makes me think of like, yeah, other mental health things. 
Oh, like yeah. my mind jumps to like, yeah, being, um, wow, being burnt out. <laughs> Maybe I'm showing a sign of it with my memory lapse right there. But like burnout is a good example or like under high stress and even maybe mm -hmm. parts of depression. Mm -hmm. Of like when you starting to like drift away from your values, how that could exacerbate. And again, we're not saying like values is a solution to every mental health thing. But like, I think there's many different mental health difficulties where coming back, realigning, having the conversation, it could be with a friend, it doesn't have to be therapy, but realigning with your core mm -hmm. values and seeing where you put your energy could be extremely helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think of it with anxiety a lot. Like if you're sure. not engaging in behavior, or even just the example I gave earlier, when I reflect back on times, I wasn't living in alignment with my values or doing things that were avidly against my values. I felt really like anxious and uncomfortable. And, you know, we think of anxiety and lack of control and things like that. So if we don't even know what we value in life or aren't living with our values, we're going to feel very out of control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Bringing it back to Tuesday as well, or I guess the episode dropped on Monday, we record on Tuesday. We keep talking about Tuesday. Um, oh, yeah. Because we also... We also talked about self-confidence. So we it mm -hmm. talked about how values can help your self-esteem, but self-confidence, thinking about like your um, confidence in your abilities and yourself. How do you all feel like knowing your values or living in alignment with your values may improve your self-confidence or client self-confidence? I think it allows you to take risks and sort of suck. Like meaning that <laughs> if you really value creativity, and you're like, no, like if, if I'm going to go forward in my life and there's something that I just like value and cherish, it's creativity, it's creating things. It could be through art, through anything. It'll allow you to approach that and not be perfect at it. Cause you're like, this is what I value. This is what I, you know, it's not just something that's like, yeah, it's cool. It's like a core value of like mm -hmm. how you want to navigate this world. But I think a lot of things we avoid. Yeah. Cause we, uh, we're bad at it or like, I'm going to mess this up or whatever. But in the limited time we have here, like in this life, that's what, for me, it motivates me to know like, mm -hmm. this is really important to me and it's okay to be bad at it or whatever, but I don't want to be drifting out, doing things, putting energy towards things that like really don't matter, but I get sucked into it. Mm -hmm. And I think too, I think, like it's also remembering like when it comes to like self-confidence and self-esteem like remember that values can be fluid a little bit mm -hmm. so like mm -hmm. i think sometimes we also can become so hard on ourselves with values so if like you have family like family main value for me like top top three mm -hmm. but i have to make a choice to do something that goes against family like mm -hmm. i have like for the next two months I have to cover someone's leave at work, which means I'm actually going to be working mm. 60 hours rather mm -hmm. than whatever. There might be times in our life where we do make choices that do go against our values and for, for good reason, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm doing this for two months because they're going to give me a stipend that it's going to be really great for us. And I think like, you know, when we do that, it can play a role in how we see ourselves, but it's also reminding ourselves like that values can be fluid and that mm -hmm. just because yes. we spend time going against, 
against them doesn't mean that we're failing in our values. It doesn't mean we're a bad person. Um, But that sometimes in our life, we have to make those choices Um, because maybe we're making this choice because the end of this, it's actually going to benefit. Like me going against my values in this moment is going to benefit me actually in the long run. Um, But it's also like, you're playing like a mind game with yourself, right? You're like, you're playing that mind game that says, I should stay in line with my values because that makes me feel good. But over here, I know it's also the right decision, but I'm going to feel like shit about it. Mm-hmm. And so you so have hard. to kind of like talk yourself through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be a hard decision. Mm-hmm. But I love that you brought that up, KPI, because one thing I tell clients, I don't know if any of you have ever used like the bullseye analogy with ACT. Mm-hmm. And so like the center of the bullseye is you living in alignment with your values 100% of the time. And I, I tell people all the time, like nobody does that. Like yeah. we're, we're human, but if yeah. you can identify even just your top three values and make active choices to live in alignment with those as much as possible, because like KBI said, there are going to be times in your life you have to make choices. Like there are plenty of times that I make a choice to stay late at work to do manage a crisis or things like that. That is taking away time from family. I hate it. And I know that if I deal with it today, that means tomorrow I'm going to be able to get off at a more reasonable time, spend more time with my family. Um, so I love that you brought that up, KBI, because it is like you shouldn't feel guilt or shame around sometimes having to make choices that don't exactly align with your values. Yeah. I even think of the concept of like privilege and being able-bodied too, or just yeah, having some sort absolutely. of physical something, just say like you really value nature and walking and just say you mm-hmm. can't, maybe, you know, maybe you can't, you broke your foot or you have some issue with your feet or something like that. That's going to feel like a misalignment, but can you, you know, have a friend help you? Can you, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's other ways to um, dive deep into the values and stuff like that. But I, I do think that there are barriers too for people that sometimes we overlook and mm-hmm. they might really, really want to engage in these things and they just really can't. And that's really hard too. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. thought of another example that I felt like if I didn't shout out to my OCD community, they'd be like, Justin, but like intrusive thoughts. Like so oh, yeah. many times your intrusive thoughts are the antithesis of your values. Mm-hmm. But like in re- when taking that pause, and I know for me, when my intrusive thoughts kick up, I'm like, yo, what are my values? Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Compassion, like caring for other people. Like, and so I'm like, this thought is so opposite of that, but it, it <laughs> re-centers you to be like, I can't always control these neurons in my brain. And it could totally relate to anxiety or depression, but like, especially with intrusive thoughts, it's that regrounding of like, yo, this is definitely an intrusive thought. It is not mm-hmm. in alignment with my values. Mm-hmm. So true. Absolutely. And k one thing I wanted to add to what you were saying, because obviously working in a hospital, I work with a lot of individuals with like chronic illnesses or like physical traumas. Mm-hmm. And I do a lot of values work there. And sometimes too, you know, there's the privilege with being able to live in alignment with your values, but you also have to shift how you live in that alignment, if that makes sense. So when you said, you know, if you enjoy nature and you enjoy walking, but you have a broken foot, like 
could you sit on your back porch if you have one and enjoy right. nature in a different way? Like I think of a lot of my teens I work with with chronic illness who are athletes and their chronic illness is no longer allowing them to play. So, you know, can you still be part of the team? Can you still attend games, rallies? Could you do a different position on the team? So you're not playing, but you're still part of it. And that can be a hard shift too. But I think a lot of times too, we're like, oh, family, I have to spend time with them. That's not the only way you can show or live in alignment with your value of family, Mm -hmm. for example. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Please rate, review, share, and we'll see you next week for a full episode of Welcome to Group Therapy. But I want we want to know what you think about these short sessions. So let us know on Instagram in whatever way you can. Just shoot us a comment and DM anything like that. And we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Ugh.